Can you use cheats in GT5 speedruns? Isn't isn't cheating by definition not allowed? I remember someone brought that up on the um, forums once. Ah, oh, it doesn't say in the uh, rules that you can't cheat anymore. It's like, yeah, because that's what cheating is. It's breaking breaking the rules. <laughs> if it is a cheat, it is cheating, and is not allowed. Downloading an album with dial-up internet. Hey man, I remember having dial-up. I once worked for months to get um, every Weird Al song off of Kazaa. Finding each individual one, I probably downloaded like 50 viruses while doing it. I ticked them off little lists and I uh, I made myself um, CDs with all the songs on them. I even printed myself off like uh, disc covers and stuff. To be fair, even if I'd had the money, I'm, I'm not even sure where I would have bought his works. <laughs> Being treated as more than just some guy. It's a weird thing. It kind of sneaks up on you. People treating you as more than just some guy on the internet. It's like, it's the weirdest thing where someone writes a comment, I respond, and they say thank you for responding. I'm like, I'm just a guy on the internet responding to comments. Like, I, I haven't done anything impressive. Or people are like, oh, it's really cool you responded or read my comment. I'm like, what? I'm just a random guy responding to comments on the internet. The Conquering Finland meme. I've been joking about con conquering Finland for all the time I've been on Twitch. It's a running joke because someone asked me like, why don't you have goals like down below your stream? Because what a lot of smaller streamers do when they want something to put in their panels, they put goals for their stream. And uh, I just made up some random goals. And the first one I made up was um, conquering Finland. What I want on my tombstone. Runs there will be my gravestone. I would actually like that. I mean, I'll be dead, I don't really care. I don't really care what happens to me after I die in terms of my body. I'll be dead, I'll go beyond the capability to care. I would just think it's cool to have what runs dead on my gravestone. And have kids come by and go, well, that's the legend Dark Viper AU. <laughs> the speedrunning extraordinaire. <laughs> Do I fail on purpose for better YouTube contents? I would like to think that's true. But no, I fail enough that I don't need to <laughs> fail intentionally. I don't lack in, in, in unintentional fails. <laughs> I don't think I could intentionally hit a rock, flip my car, and kill the translator. I'm not that skillful. I couldn't do that intentionally. The one thing that kills so many of my streams... Well, if I'm very tired... I almost want to quit for any reason. Fatigue more than a bad RNG is the true run killer. I'm, I've just never been um, a physically strong person. I don't know. I just don't sleep well. The amount of money I would give to be guaranteed a good night's rest every day. Here's what I'm offering, chat. Type 1 if you would accept $50,000 a year. Type 2 if you would accept you only have to sleep four, 4 hours a day and you're perfectly well rested every time you wake up. You can only have one or the other. I, th I could go either way, but I think I'd take two. You'd be ultimately buying so many more hours of life and well-being. I mean, to be fair, if you had more money, you could free your schedule more so that you could sleep and be well-rested and stuff. And I mean, like, if you're just spending those extra four hours working for that 50 grand, then it's basically a wash. I still think I'd take the well-rested, because just, just the well-rested part is what gets me. 
Because I can have eight hours sleep sometime and feel like shit. I think it's a good comparison because both would be valuable for different reasons. And I wish I had the bodily strength just to do 100% every single day. Like I try and push myself. My my desire to do runs far outstrips my my body's capability of doing the runs, you know? Like the biggest cause of my resetting over all these years has just been physical inadequacy. Like I've just, I'm just not strong enough to do it. I get tired and I can't continue. Size matters. I fulfilled my dream of having a very large garbage bin. When I was younger, I used to pile up plates and garbage in my room, just in a little pile, so I could take it all downstairs in one go. And I always hated it. I'm like, look, if I just had a large garbage bin, I can just put all my garbage in there for like a week and then take it all at one, one time. And now I have that. I just have like a clothing hamper that I just put all my garbage in. What I re really want is, uh, have you guys ever seen a laundry chute in a two-story house? Where it's just a, a section of the wall that has a drop to the bottom floor. And so rather than having to bring your dirty clothes down or keep them in your room, you just put them in the laundry chute. I'd like that for rubbish. Probably not uh, as good though, because this stuff would splatter everywhere. A long list of what I want in GTA 6. What would I want for GTA 6, gnomes? Uh, no phone calls that start missions. No, no text messages that start missions. Or at least not main missions. If there's, uh, if there's multiple characters, I would like it so after each mission, all three characters have consistent spots in which they, in which they spawn. But these are all speedrunning things, right? In terms of for ca casual gameplay, I would say remove things like Sky in the Pause, change the police back to the way they were in GTA 4, fix the physics of the cars and the road, remove things like curb boosting and brake boosting and stuff, don't have mission skipping in the game, or if you do have mission skipping, enable it after one death. <laughs> How did cops work in GTA 4? You get out of range of them, and then you lose them. It's like a huge bubble of influence for all the cops, and then you just get out of that bubble, and you're fine. If you're going to make it so cops can see behind them, actually show the distance they can see behind them. Make it so helicopters can't spawn directly on top of you and get you seen. Make it so you can make save files within missions. No follow missions. Never do another follow mission ever again. Fucking follow missions. Absolute cancer in gaming. Oh, just a general advice to Rockstar in general. Do not latch on to realism to the detriment of everything else. Some realism is good, but if the realism you're adding makes the game worse to play, then please don't do it. Don't do Red Dead Redemption 2 again, basically. Why do all games have follow missions? I don't understand why developers always want to have follow missions, because it's a very easy way to um, give, uh, give exposition. Like, when it comes right down to it, there's only a finite amount of ways to do missions. It's like, every single time from this point forward, where Rockstar has you crashing, or or robbing a plane in, in the air, every single time they do that, it's gonna be like, oh, you're just copying like the other two times you did this in the other games, you know? Could you imagine them making completely wholly new, unique mission concepts for GTA 6 that, ha that share no parallels to GTA 5? And like, Follow missions kind of make sense, like, uh, like that's what cops and stuff do, they, they stake out places, they watch a location, and they wait for someone to arrive, and then they follow them and shit, that's, that's what they do. 
I had Assassin's Creed 1. One of the beginning missions is a follow mission that would just not end. It would go for like 20 minutes every time. I just follow the guy, follow the guy, follow the guy. It'd fail me for no reason. Okay, do it again. Follow the guy, follow the guy, follow the guy. Okay, it'd fail me for no reason. Follow the guy, follow the guy, follow the guy. Fail me for no reason. The one thing that Assassin's Creed did for me in my youth was create within me a massive passionate hatred of follow missions. I hate follow missions more than anything in any game ever. Escort missions, some escort missions, your character can move as fast as the um, the character you're escorting. If the character you're escorting moves slower than you, it may as well be a follow mission because you're effectively following them at that point. People who spoil souls bosses. If, if you're gonna be here, and, and tell me how to beat every boss as I play them and never let me figure anything out. I, I, I can't let you like talk and chat. It's not cool. Because now I can't do that. Like if, if it was indeed possible to stealth him, which it clearly is, I, I can't do that now. I have to do this normally. Fuck. Because I might have figured that out myself. There's a difference between me getting lost and asking where to go and telling me how to beat the bosses. <laughs> like, <laughs> most of the fun of Souls games is figuring out how to beat the bosses. There's always an ambiguity in what individual streamers like to be told. But I don't think there's a single streamer in existence who wants to chat to act as a perfect walkthrough for literally everything in the game. That's just crazy. You fucking ruined this fight for me. This is the second time a viewer has ruined a fight for me. Fucking hell. Because I would attack him first, but now I can't do that. I literally have to do this fight hard mode because this fucker in my chat. There's a difference between guidance and telling a person how to do stuff. There have definitely been times in, in various Souls games where I've, uh... I've gotten stuck and I've asked for help, but it's normally when I'm lost. I don't like wandering around, but I love the fights in Souls games. They're what makes the game good. Who the fuck comes to a, a, a Souls game and is like, Hey man, here's the exact way to beat the boss. What is wrong with people? Who plays Souls games and understands the value of figuring shit out for yourself and just, just says it immediately? No, fucking ban this. I, I, I cannot fathom how dumb you have to be to not realize that. If you give it... 10 seconds of thought, you'd realize people don't like being given the answer. Could you imagine playing a puzzle game where there's someone who sits next to you and goes, Hey, hey, the answer's four. And you're like, thanks. Get to the next puzzle. Hey, hey, hey. answer seven. Like, no one would enjoy that. Yet there's a large section of the viewership of Twitch that doesn't think about that at all. How, how would it not be a spoiler? It's, it's the solution to the problem. Why I avoid watching most other GTA contents. I don't want to take ideas from people. And if I keep myself away from other people's contents, then uh, any idea that I have I can say is kind of uniquely mine, right? Well, not uniquely mine, because everything is kind of derivative, but I just mean out of the community kind of thing. Like, I had the idea for my GT5 fa fact series forever. I pitched it to like four or five larger YouTubers, hoping that they would allow me to put it on their channel. But it was ultimately Baron's success with Casual vs. Speedrun that uh, inspired me to actually make the script into a... Well, it wasn't much of a script, it was more just a list of, of stuff to include. Um, but to actually make that into a video. Because the success of Casual vs. Speedrun showed that, uh, you know, the YouTube algorithm can like that kind of content. Although, funnily enough, it did take like five or six days for the series to actually take off. Like when I uploaded it, it got decent views, but then it was like five or six days later, which went skyrocket. I am not really a fan of video games as a medium. 
I have never considered myself to be a person super interested in video games. Like when I think of a person interested in video games, they have like a room dedicated to video games. Like look up um Scott the Was. Uh, recently did a video where he unpacked his history of his gaming room and like walls to wall of games. I'm like, that's a person interested in video games. I am a person who enjoys playing some video games. I don't have an interest in the medium of video games. I have an interest in things that I find enjoyable. Like a movie fanatic or a person interested in movies watches like any movie, just loves going to the cinemas, just watches anything. I am interested in stories that I enjoy and will, will endeavor to experience those stories on any medium. So I watch anime, I watch TV shows, I watch everything. I mean, I'd, if I if I could go to the opera or something, I'd probably go to the opera if there was good stories or whatever, or the theater or whatever. I am interested in the things that I enjoy. So over my life, I've only played, uh, you know, dozen, maybe two dozen games that I've really enjoyed. Outside of, you know, the video games that I enjoy or whatever, like, I'm, I wasn't correcting you, I was just clarifying how I see myself. Health consciousness and my food habits. I wouldn't say I'm the healthiest person alive. Um, I've never been super healthy. I remember I used to go to the gym for like an hour and then immediately leave the gym and go to McDonald's. Like, I drink way too much soft drink. I got addicted to soft drink. I wouldn't say it. I, I found myself enjoying soft drink a lot when I um, was working at Coles. I would leave Coles and grab like a two liter bottle of Coke and just drink that all night while playing World of Warcraft. Get myself a oven pizza, put it in the oven, forget about it, have it burn to a crisp, and then put the, the next oven pizza in the oven and eat that one. It'd take me two oven pizzas to eat one oven pizza. I'd play WoW for like four hours and be like, hey, wait a second, I'm still hungry, what the fuck? Very rare does a week go by where I don't have fast food at least twice, maybe even three times. Some weeks go by and I have fast food every day. Not for every meal, just at least one meal a day. You're surprised I'm not fatter? Um, I try not to snack. People who tend to be very overweight are usually people who have developed very bad eating habits early in life. Um, like they, they're kind of addicted to the food and... Or, or, they, or they eat when they're bored, or they eat you know, when when they're sad or whatever, solve emotional problems. I've never really been this way. I remember getting home when I was 19, looking at myself in the mirror and being like, I've actually put on a little bit of weight. And so what I did in response is I started to exercise. I would get to my dad's and do sit-ups and push-ups and stuff. The, the only reason why I've put on any weight at all is because of streaming. I'm, I'm at the lowest levels of physical activity you can possibly have. And because I haven't reached a point where I'm, I'm, I'm overweight to the point where it's debilitating. I haven't really taken many positive steps to, to solving the problem. Or, or like I'll, I'll somewhat take steps where I might not eat fast food for a week. Or um, I'll exercise for a week and then stop doing it because I got other things to do, you know. Is being the world record holder the same as being the best? There was something in um, a book, um, Talon of the Silver Hawk by uh, Raymond D. Feist. Uh, that kind of stuck with me. Long story short, this dude is basically um, trains to become like an assassin to develop a persona and a part of developing that persona is he goes to win the the world championships of like uh, sword fighting or whatever 
and he wins and his mentors like remember that while you have that trophy it, it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean that you're the you're the best swordsman in the world it may say that on the trophy or whatever that, that's that's not what it really means it just means that you beat everyone who showed up here today all the people who couldn't come or it's too far away or they didn't even know about it or whatever or or didn't have the time to train like you did then they could still beat you never think that you're the best so that's very true this is it's the way it is with everything man and no point did I think when I had all the world records that I was like the best possible GTA 5 speedrunner ever. Like I, I always knew someone could come along and just put in the time and effort and beat me. What would I rate Sekiro and possible speedrun? Ignore immersion and storyline. It's a 9 out of 10. The story is garbage. I'm never immersed, but the difficulty in gameplay is awesome. Am I going to speedrun this? I would like to learn this speedrun, but uh, no one watch, would watch me do this. I've got so much to do with GTA right now that learning another speedrun just doesn't make sense. There's something about Sekiro that rubs you the wrong way. I mean, it's really, really fast compared to um, Dark Souls. I was debating whether I thought um, uh, Sekiro was harder than the other Souls games, but again, it's really hard to tell. Because usually what happens is it seems hard because you, uh, you don't know the, the gimmick. Do I have an interest in physics and cosmology? It's interesting, but ultimately impractical for me to, to think on. I like um, an interview with Sean Carroll about uh, some discovery where some, something about matter was theorized like 20 years ago and technology didn't exist to confirm it. But then after, you know, decades or whatever, it was confirmed with some calculations and blah 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 at the Antarctica and uh, the original theorists are like kind of shedding tears because it's so amazing and the interviewer asks Sean Carroll like so what are the practical implications of this discovery and Sean Carroll looks at him and goes nothing but it's very interesting though <laughs> or something like you this isn't me dismissing um, this kind of research. Like, you never know what discoveries will lead to the betterment of, of humankind or whatever. And, and knowledge, in some ways, for knowledge's sake, is, is a thing that I can get behind. But for me personally, I, I have no motivation to say, look up the latest research on black holes. If I knew everything about black holes right now, what would that get me? Would it make me better at speedrunning? Would it make me better on Twitch? You know? There are a lot of topics that I'd love to know more about, but it would just be completely impractical for me to know about, or to learn about, or... I mean, when I was choo choosing my major, I wanted to do philosophy, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, it's got, like, no career prospects. What's like philosophy, but, but at least has a little bit more uh, career opportunities? And it's like, oh, well, there's psychology. Well, there you go. So I did psychology. Because psychology was born from philosophy, uh, the desire to test some of the claims of philosophy. Or some of the disputes, rather. Why Michael was hiding in Jimmy's car during the mission complications. How did Michael know his car would get stolen? I don't think Michael knew his car would get stolen. Uh, I believe he was sitting in there, listening to the tennis pro and his wife. He was hiding from them because he was eavesdropping. It's partly him over, uh, listening to them that leads to the confrontation later. The Mount Chiliad Mystery Easter Egg. My thoughts on the Mount Chiliad mystery, it's fucking stupid. Clearly Rockstar didn't put an answer to the mystery in the game initially, and I've just added small things to it over time. And it's not an easter egg at that point if 
it's just something they're just continually writing. Yeah, half-baked idea. I think it was meant to be a mystery that had no answer. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.